Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages. Welcome to In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary, and we are again <clears throat> doing another one of our simulcasts. Uh, we're right now on Facebook Live, and if you're there live watching, uh, we've uh, enabled send you know to send notes, comments. Uh, anybody who's watching uh, there on Facebook, say hey. Love to say hi. Find out where y'all are from. Uh, also, uh, we're also doing this for our audio podcast as well. So that's going to be fun. This will be uploaded not long after uh, we're finished recording live. But today, folks, uh, before we get into the real fun uh of the news for the day uh, just to let you know i am as always jerry brooks your host your tour guide through the alternate universe of joe biden's america and as well as the baby-faced assassin of freedom fighting for freedom of speech freedom of thought freedom of association and all the other great freedoms that our constitution provides for us and also if you want to give us a shout out you can uh you know, if you're not on Facebook Live, you can send us an email at inblackandright at gmail.com or you can check out our website inblackandright.net and if you want to get our audio podcast, you wherever you get your podcast, just look for In Black and Right and our flaming microphone and subscribe and follow us and just make sure you tell your friends. That's all we really ask and encourage them to check us out and follow us as well. Well, folks, yay happy. Now, if you were one of the millions of people who were thinking that inflation hasn't even begun to slow down, today you were vindicated. The Consumer Price Index came in at a whopping 9.1%. Now, this isn't really a surprise because many people, many Americans are you know they were just knew instinctively that we're already in a recession and the fact that it went from 8.6 to 9.1 in one month half a percent oh yeah that should tell you quite a bit right there but for me it's like no 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 not quite I mean there's more to the story now of course Biden's over in the Middle East and got out just in time before uh, the official numbers came out, but I'm still not convinced, and a lot of people aren't convinced either, that 9.1% is really the number. There is really true inflation, and believe you me, it's a lot more than 9.1%. And what really blew my mind last week I did mention a story that was done by the Boston Globe certainly not MAGA friendly but they were reporting on the results of a nationwide survey of small business owners 
Now, this is sad. This is truly sad because 51% of people in this survey said that they were convinced they were going to be out of business sometime within the next six months. Six months, that's basically you go through the holidays and then poof, you're done because they don't see inflation slowing down. They just don't. In spite of the record, well, the record pace in which the Fed is hiking interest rates, that's not helping. The same survey said that nationwide, over one third of businesses were not able to pay their rent in the month of June. One third, over a third, I think it's about 35%. Now that right there, again, should tell you something. There's a lot of pessimism. I mean, right track, wrong track? Oh my, my, my. Anywhere from the mid-teens to about 19% right track, 80 plus percent wrong track? Uh, yeah, depending upon the, uh, the, the poll or the survey you look at, it's a mess across the board. And on top of that, throw in the fact that a New York Times poll just among Democrats, this isn't likely voters or registered voters, it's just Democrats, two-thirds, about 64% of Democrats don't want Biden to run in 2024. They don't want him, period. <laughs> it, that tells you a lot if you're, if you're just focusing on Democrats. Two-thirds of them don't want him to run, and barely a quarter of them, barely 25%, do want him to run. Now, I don't know about who these 24, 25% are, but frankly, I think they need a serious psychiatric evaluation because they're nuts. They are absolutely nuts and are probably cheering on the destruction of the American Republic. That's all I can think of, you know, and, and what's even crazier, what's even crazier, I mean, this is why I'm really concerned that 9.1% is not the real number. No, 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 no. The non-discretionary staples, there are three of them. And I love the work that Steve Cortez does. He puts it on, uh, on his Getter account, does stuff on the war room. And under Biden, the just three simple things. Food, gasoline for your car, and utilities. Just those three have to have items. These are essentials. These are kind of just non-negotiables because you got to eat. Groceries, up 12.2%. Utilities, up 38.4%. That's your gas, your electric. You know, with summertime, it's air conditioning, especially in places like Florida, Arizona and other places, and gasoline, putting it in your car, up 59.9%, a 60% increase. The average of these three together, up 37%. 
So for keeping food on your table, gas in your car, keeping your lights on, keeping your air conditioning going, you're paying for those three items an average of 37% more. More. And does it look like it's slowing down? I don't think so. Now, of course, gas prices right now, at least where I live in North Florida, they are down a bit. It's still over four bucks, but they are down a bit. Now, of course, Biden's economic mental midgets are thinking, oh, it's our policies that made that possible. B.S. And I'm calling it out. No, it's not your policies. It's not the fact that you dang near sold one million barrels of our strategic petroleum reserve to the freaking communist Chinese, you dipstick. Its demand is down. People are traveling less. I mean, this is supposed to be the height of the summer driving season. Now, some people are still going to do it, but they're going to. It's going to cost them more, but they're not doing it as much. So yeah, they're trying to save money. That's what they're trying to do. People who work, and especially if you have to travel a ways to work, yeah, they're not. They're trying to plan smarter. You know, just things you do in one trip, boom, and you're done essentially for the day. You don't use any more gas. So yeah, this, this is a mess. Now, of course, with the great Joe Biden, the great uh, demented one, who is currently in the Middle East, and man, I'm sure there are Israelis you know, they're doing all the happy talk about, oh, you know, the American-Israeli alliance is strong and we're committed to Israel and so on and so forth. But that's, well, that has to be brought into question considering I did do a story a day or two ago about Israel finding out that their intelligence service, the Mossad, conducting intelligence operations, covert operations against Iran. Apparently, the United States had informed Iran about them. I'm like, this makes no sense. I mean, this is stupid. The, Ameri the United States, the Biden regime, is screwing one of our greatest allies, if not our greatest. We're essentially telling Iran, hey, Israel's doing this and they're doing this. It's like, are you that freaking desperate to help Iran to get this renegotiated Iran nuclear deal back on track? The talks have stalled. They're not going anywhere. Iran is just chugging right along towards getting uh, nuclear capability, completely destabilizing the region. And, of course, let's not forget about Saudi Arabia essentially going over there to uh, beg and plead and grovel all these Gulf states that wouldn't even take your phone call, Joe Biden. That should tell you something right there. They, they didn't take your phone call. They don't respect you. And they're not going to give you more. They're not going to crank up their production for more oil because they either will not or cannot. Even Macron tried to warn you uh, at the G7 
they're in Ger the last G7 in Germany. But nope, 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 nope. We have our own. We have our own resources, plenty of it, especially in Alaska. And you're screwing them over. You're screwing everybody over. And somehow this obsession with green energy and the green raw deal, please, please, just grow up. I mean, I'm not anti-clean energy, but the way you're going about it, it's not viable right now. It's not mainstream. It's not, if to borrow a very progressive word, it's not sustainable. It's not mainstream. And nobody who's going to be into the Green Rod deal, you tell me, you tell me one clean energy source that doesn't require serious and substantial government subsidies. Please tell me, because I figure y'all are probably, you know, believing yourself smarter than the average bear. Please tell me, you, I will bet you anything, you cannot find any clean energy source, not wind, not solar, not anything that, that can't survive without major league government subsidies. Now, yeah, you got the elites driving around in their electric cars and thinking they're all that. And, and it's just like, they're, they're dingbats because the very same people who's all into, oh, I have my electric car. Aren't I just wonderful? No, because ding-dongs, where do you think the generated electricity to charge your electric car comes from? The, the biggest source <laughs> of electric generation? Natural gas. Natural gas, baby. And we are loaded to the gills with it, but no, we can't have those nasty fossil fuels. We can't have oil. Oh, it's just so icky. We can't have natural gas. Ugh. In spite of the fact that the United States has some of the most eco-friendly technology on the freaking planet. And no, don't expect the Chinese, don't expect India to be all nicey-nice and with the climate accords and all that, no. They are the two countries on the planet that have the largest populations with burgeoning economies and they are going to do whatever they have to to take care of their people. And trying to get the United States to pay for all this is even more stupid. It's just plain, this is not incompetence, folks. This is deliberate, intentional sabotage absolute sabotage we still have problems with inflation with supply chains with god knows what else diesel especially in the trucking industry and for our nation's farmers i mean this is sad when i hear stories about farmers who only have x amount of diesel that they can use because once it's gone it's gone they're done for the year and also trying to get because it's too dang expensive same with fertilizer we holy cow folks yes it is absolutely ridiculous seeing this and yet everybody seems to think that 
Well, I mean, not everybody, no. But progressives seem to think, and their corporate media minions, I mean, there's an incestuous relationship for you, that, oh, you know, but even the corporate media is finally getting to a place where they can't cover for Biden anymore. They can't. Especially when you have the New York Times, certainly not a conservative news outlet, saying that, two-thirds of Democrats don't want him to run. And when confronted with it, just yesterday at an event, Joe goes bonkers. Just snap, crackle and pop, there went his brain. It's like, no, he is, he is either delusional, which is not that much of a stretch, or he's just plain lying and re reciting fake news. Because any person with any kind of a brain, even a Democrat, knows that Biden running in 2024 is not just a huge mistake. It's essentially spelling disaster. Now, it's already going to be bad enough, depending upon what happens with the midterms. Now, I know the Democrats are going to try to cheat. They're going to try to find some way to do what they did in 2020. I mean, here's Javier Becerra, the HHS secretary who has no, and I repeat, no scientific experience. He's not a doctor or anything, but he's talking about, well, a resurgence in COVID with new variants in the fall. Hmm, how about probably around uh, election time? Hmm, you know, no, 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 no. We're up. Folks are on to you, Joe Biden, and the rest of your mindless minions, because we know you think that us out here in flyover country are stupid. We know this. We know what the January 6th kangaroo court hearings are about. We know. Folks know. And they don't care. They're not going to watch. You cannot, as much as you want to, convince them otherwise. You just can't. And yay happy. I mean, I'm quite happy. I'm just going to wait for the Florida primary, August 23rd. It's going to be fun casting my vote for the nation's most badass governor, Ron DeSantis. He's tough. He's smart. And Florida is still the freest state in the country. Look at the people who are coming here by the truckload, by the moving truckload fact know a couple who are on their way here moving to Pensacola yay so yeah say what you want Gavin gruesome Gavin Newsom can say whatever the hell he wants to about Florida but his state is a mess and as much as he wants to put up all this night all these nice pictures and all the happy talk people know California is a cluster it's a cluster, and I won't use the other word that goes along with it, but it's a cluster. It's an absolute cluster. It's a sanctuary for illegal immigrants. It's a sanctuary for the pro-dead baby crowd. It, it's just, and it's a mess. It's a physical mess. So yeah, you can say whatever you want to, Gavin Newsom, but we in Florida, we still got gotcha. you. We are still freer than you are. 
we have better leadership than you do and yes I know you will absolutely break the knives out for 2024 because you want to run for the presidency and you will stab Joe Biden in the back and you'll also do it to Kamala Harris a fellow Californian so this is going to be real interesting to see how that works it really is so Gavin just whatever do whatever but I highly 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 doubt yeah I mean yeah you might get the Democrat nomination but people already know about you and there's not a snowball's chance in hell unless you cheat that you're ever going to be president of the United States in 2024 not gonna happen it's just plain not gonna happen so let's see what else my friends we've got going on today oh yeah this is just beautiful this just absolutely proves a point I've been trying to make for the longest time especially this year and to my brothers and sisters in Christ y'all need to wake the heck up because I've been trying to tell you leftists do not sleep socialists don't sleep and I looked at this story this headline and it proved to me and made me feel very vindicated and very validated from uh, from Newsmax 83 House Democrats urge Biden to declare abortion emergency hmm okay and, and I just love this reading part of the story a total of 83 House Democrats sent a letter to President Biden asking him to declare a public health emergency for abortion access. These are members of the Congressional Progressive Caucus who are set to meet with HHS Secretary Javier Becerra today. They are pleading with the President to use his authority under the PrEP Act to help ensure continued access to medication abortion nationwide. Okay. Here we go again, folks. Now, since the leftists and the pro-dead baby crowd didn't get their pony for their birthday, and now they're acting like petulant, spoiled children, they've already are calling for the assassination of Clarence Thomas. They've already tried an assassination against Brett Kavanaugh, and now they're using restaurant workers in D.C., as spies it's essentially they're putting up a bounty if you're if you see any of the six targeted uh, justices uh, Thomas Barrett Kavanaugh Alito uh, the, basically the ones who uh, voted to overturn Roe v Wade if you see them I mean these people are offering bounties 50 bucks if you can give us the whereabouts of these people I'm like okay now it's bad enough you've got the harassment at their private residences which is and always and has been against federal law where's Merrick Garland MIA won't do his dang job dereliction of duty and and I'm sure Governor Hogan and Governor of Maryland and Governor Youngkin of Virginia are sick and tired of asking. They're sick and tired of asking 
Merrick Garland to do his freaking job and uphold federal statute. That, that's too much for him. That's way too much for him. And now, boom, you know, now it's more important we go after those domestic terrorist parents who are going after school boards. This is why, folks, the FBI really needs to be either dismantled or overhauled. This is not the, it is not, I repeat, not the job of the Attorney General to be selective in what laws he upholds or doesn't uphold. And no. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's not your job, Merrick Garland. And that's why I hope your sorry, elitist, pointy-headed butt gets impeached. Because you're derelict in your duty. You ain't doing your job. Same thing with my yuccas down at the border. But I've got to believe that come January when the new Congress is seated and you get brand new committee chairs in the Judiciary Committee, in Homeland Security, and all these other key committees, and especially when it comes to health, Fauci is going to get his butt put through a meat grinder as it's needed to be. They will be, the Republicans will have subpoena power, they will have investigative capability, and, and I sincerely hope they give the Democrats the political butt-kicking of their lives because unless you really, really just wail on them politically, the Democrats will absolutely gripe, moan, complain, and everything else that they do in spite of their attempts to completely ruin the American Republic. But this is just crazy. You know, why? the only reason why these dingbat progressives, socialists, and baby killers want to do this because if Biden declares a health emergency, it apparently federal law somehow supersedes state law. But here's the problem. Here is the problem. With the justices and their ruling, giving Roe back to the states where it should have gone in the first dang place, now you're basically going to get federal versus state. It's a Tenth Amendment issue. Now, these states, Lord is one of them, that have these bans uh, 15, after 15 weeks or so on, now the, pro now the problem is getting these you know, abortions by medication. And somehow they think, oh yeah, we're going to get this. We're going to continue to kill those babies. It's like, no, you're going to have an awful lot of state's attorneys, attorneys general saying, whoa, uh-uh, nope, nope, nope. We have Supreme Court precedent. This has been returned to us. There is not, there are states where you can get an abortion but if you're one of the states that already has a ban in place, it's like, hey, you've got access. You just have to go somewhere else to get it. And no, you can't get abortion pills. Now, I mean, you can get them in another state, but you can't get it in this one. So, yeah, you've got a huge problem between the states and the feds because now 
if it's up to the states to uh, to di to dictate ab abortion bans, the same thing has to apply to these abortion pills. You can get you can still get an abortion. That's one of the many lies that's being put out there. You abortion is not dead yet. Yes, you can get it in certain places. I mean, New York, California, Illinois, every blue state there is. I mean, throw in Oregon and Washington and put it the whole West Coast into play and a good chunk of the East, the Northeast. But states that like Texas and Florida and Oklahoma and others that have these bans, they're not going to put up with it. They're, they're going to defy any type of health emergency order from the president because hey we have the ban and yeah there's nobody that is going to you can get an abortion but you can't get it here you're gonna have to go somewhere else and if any doctor in a state with a ban tries it you know it's like oh it's and the whining and the griping oh all these women are in danger it's like oh BS you whiny little ugh, ugh! You foul little wenches! You're lying. You can get an abortion. There's just some places where you can't. So to say that oh, these women are in danger. It's like it's hyperbole. It's BS. I'm calling it out, and it's a man doing it. So no, nope, nope, nope. Sorry, I'm a pro-life man. It's like, well, you can't speak to that. It's like, yes, I can. Yes, I did. Okay, get over it, girls. Get over it, you baby killers. I'm going to speak my mind. I am pro-life. Yes. So, anybody wants to say, well, a man can't say that. I said, yes, we can. It's just, I happen to be one of the few that has, well, the stones to do it and I am 100% male I'm not trans I'm not anything so yeah if you got a problem with it have a problem with it but are you gonna change my mind are you gonna pressure me to change it no and if you try that just makes me that much more resolute to stand up for life doesn't matter what you think or what you feel period so yes I am not thrilled about this but what can I do? So to essentially find, finding a way to get around the Supreme Court and to defy the Supreme Court's ruling is not unusual for a leftist. It's not unusual for a progressive or a progressive democrat or democrat. It's, I mean, it's interchangeable in my world. So yeah, try if you must, but it's going to be real interesting to see if this thing doesn't come back and smack you square in the face. As frankly, I'm glad for Roe v. Wade. I'm glad it's going back to the states. That means you have to go state by state by state to get what you want and stop relying on the feds because this is it's going to come back and pretty much blow up in your face even if Biden does try it because there's going to be enough judges out there who will block it there will be enough attorneys general who will fight it so 
Give it your best shot, girls. Give it your best shot. And with that in mind, oh, I guess today's edition of In Black and Right turned into In Black and Rant. But it's okay. Thank you for those of you who've been watching on Facebook Live. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you want the audio podcast, just simply go to where you get your podcast, look us up, and follow us. And help and encourage your friends and other like-minded folks, you know, to do same. And for those of you who are already doing so, hey, same thing applies. If you're, on, if you're subscribed to the audio podcast, pass it on to your friends. Doesn't matter which platform because we're on all of them. So for now, take care, my friends. Hope you have yourself a great Wednesday. And remember, as always, patriots come in all colors. <laughs>